Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. This episode of Nobody's Listening is brought to you by GoToMeeting.com and DrawYouAPicture.com, where you can get just about anything drawn for pretty darn cheap. Check it out. See what I've done for others. See what we can do for you at DrawYouAPicture.com. Also brought to you by GoDaddy.com. Use the code PODNAME121 to get your next domain for $7.49. Or save 10% on other services with code BLUE121. That's BLU121. Hello? 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 Hey James, this is Aaron from Missouri. I just wanted to wish you congratulations on 100 episodes and hope to 100 more. Bye. Hey James and Trevor, it's Brad, aka Scooter from the forums. Just letting you know I found out I'm going to be a daddy. Later. I got a bad feeling about this. No! Nobody's listening. No. Nobody's listening. No. Nobody's listening. You're listening to Nobody's Listening, where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. Hey, hey, holy crizzle, people. You know what? This is Nobody's Stinking Listening. Episode Stinking One Freaking Hundred, brought to you the week of March 16th. It's 100, and I'm your host. My name is James, and my co-host here is here from America's Hat, none other than Trevor. How you doing, Trevor? Can you believe it? Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, 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 here we go. Yes, Trevor is in the house, people! Yeah, we made it to 100, man can't believe it you've been there for me the whole way trevor well well part of the way at least 20 <laughs> percent of the way anyway exact thank you for remembering oh boy well, well we, we have to be, I, I figured out we had to make it to a I, I, we have to make it to episode 160 for me to be you know make it to 50 percent. so oh. we've you know we got to step up the schedule to like one a day it's good <laughs> that the show's helping you with your math skills that's important <laughs> That's another Gospel Kennison moment right there. You listen to Nobody's Listening, suddenly you start doing algebra or fractions or percentages. Percentiles, yes. Yeah, there you go. It's all related. It's all there. It's all un- unknowable to me. good. <laughs> hey, you know what? We always start with an opening story, so let's do that. I live in Tennessee. Nanner, nanner, nanner. And there are many college – I'm just pretending like she's very proud of Tennessee. I live in Tennessee, and there are many college football fans. Nanner, nanner, nanner. Uh, my boss is a huge University of Tennessee football fan. I always hate it when people make fun of huge people. You know? <laughs> anyway, my boss is a huge University of Tennessee fan. At work, sometimes, if he's on his feet a lot, he gets sore because he has the gout. Which is and sort he's of huge. Well, yeah, he's a big fat dude. 
which is sort of like arthritis for people who may not know. Well, good. I didn't know. I've heard Scott Johnson talk about the gout, but uh, now I know. Anyways, someone made him a birthday card, keeping in mind that he's a UT fan. It said, Go UT in big letters. The space between Go and UT wasn't big enough, so he thought it just said gout. <laughs> <laughs> he thought it was just a mean joke Christina <laughs> happy birthday you got the gout <laughs> oh wow wow and if he was hard of, he, hard of seeing it he might have thought it meant go out you know like you need to go out more you're too big of a fan of UT anyway congratulations sir you have the gout. You have the gout. Oh man! You know what else? You know what else we've got, Trevor? We've got go to meeting three hundred dollars. That's the average cost of a domestic round trip ticket. Forty nine dollars is, is go to meetings monthly rate. That's right. Hundreds of online meetings per month is less than one in person meeting. Have you got this memorized yet? With go to meeting, hold as many meetings as you want for one flat rate. Free VoIP. That's voice over IP for those of you that aren't cool enough to be nerdy enough to know. And phone conferencing included. Uh, business travel is a profitability killer. So do more and travel less and don't kill profitability with GoToMeeting, the award-winning online service brought to you by Citrix, which sounds like an orange juice company. Try GoToMeeting free for 45 days. For this special offer, you must visit www.gotomeeting.com slash podcasts. That's gotomeeting.com slash podcasts for a free trial. And again, with my, with my parcel tongue. So thanks, GoToMeeting, for sponsoring this and many other episodes. We appreciate it. And we hope all the middle schoolers that listen to our show will just be lining up to get their meeting on. So we got a few other sponsors. Um, stinking Creo. Creo, you sponsor you. You stinking sponsor. He's a huge sponsor. So, and uh, Dean. Yeah. Dean, thank you so much for your sponsorship all the way down south. Uh, when I say south, I don't mean America. I mean all the way down in Australia. And then, Monica, thank you for a second week in a row of sponsorships. We appreciate all of our listeners, but especially those that prove their loyalty by giving us five bucks. So if you'd like to sponsor a show, you can do it. Go to nocast.com, click on Sponsor a Show, and for only five bucks, you get your name read, you get a message read if you want, and we send you a sticker. If you live in the continental United States, if you live in and Alaska, you, boo on you. I was gonna say, and you can buy our loyalty. Yeah, that's right. For just five bucks. Hey, we're cheap. We're cheap. You can't, you know, money can't buy happiness, but it can buy you two podcast friends. Okay. Ah, uh, it's time for this, people. Weekly. You shut your mouth. Okay, we can do that. <laughs> update all right um hey you know what trevor it's time for weekly updates and uh since, since yours are always so long and enjoyable and i always like to take a little nap during them why don't you go ahead and go first mister that way i'll know how much of the show i got left after you're you done got left for your stuff yeah <laughs> all right i started well, the egg fif- timer i've got i've got 15 this week oh, so good lord <laughs> i will stick to one good sir um <clears throat> Uh, you were asking me before the show about because uh, I just put in in the t- in um, the show notes Sham Wow, and you yeah. said, now, "What exactly is that about? Did you get one? Did you you know?" Yeah, because I've know, seen off- the I've seen the ads on the on the thing, and I hate them. I hate that guy. I, I told you before the show, I'm not even allowed to hate people in my line of work, but I I do. 
<laughs> you can make an exception. I'm, risk, well I'm gonna risk it because he scares me. He's a scary man. So anyway, go ahead. He's too good for a handheld mic. So, and, and I informed you, no, it wasn't anything about that. Oh. What my ShamWow update is about my failure as a parent. Okay, I'm because I, I'm on I'm on bated breath and eagles, now keep in mind. <laughs> So keep in mind, I have, I've never seen the commercial. I like, I've just heard somebody mention the name of it one time, or you know, a couple times. I've never seen the commercials. I, I just assume it's some big chamois that soaks up the world or something. Yeah, I don't know. So I'm uh, the other day. I was uh, sitting around with my uh, with my older daughter, and I had spilled something on the floor mm-hmm. on the carpet. You know, and I grabbed up some paper towel and I'm, you know, soaking it up because, you know, that's what you do when you, you spill something on the uh, on the carpet. And she looks at me with this big smile on her face. You know what, Dad? You know what work good on that? Sham wow. It works. It works wet or dry. It's also good for cleaning your van. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's like She's I got have the whole thing memorized. <laughs> and she was so pleased that... <laughs> She yeah. recited this commercial. That's where me. your that's where your mildew is down underneath. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Now, keep in mind, I mean, it's not just the fact that she, you know, she doesn't watch TV endlessly, like she has like this memory like a steel trap. Mm. But still, it was it was I just had to hang my head in shame with the you oh no. Yeah. No, get away from, from the idiot box, please. No. Next she's gonna start quoting the office, and then you're gonna be completely outnumbered. By the geek cred that's going on around you, but not in you. So oh. that's good. And that was nice and short. I got to say, yeah. very so impressed. That? Excellent. That what was, you got? That was good. Um, hey, my daughter, uh, you know, she, it was after service. It was after church Sunday afternoon. And she has a grandma. She has a black grandma. That's what, that's what we call her. Call her. Uh, actually, we call her Miss Terry, but Miss Terry is her black grandma. Okay. And she's this awesome lady. And uh, she's a very close personal friend of ours and, you know, blah, 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 blah. All right. So my daughter's giving her a hug goodbye after service. She helps me in church, too, and all this kind of stuff. And uh, and Jenna suddenly looks down. Jenna's four. She looks down at Miss Terry's hand, and she says, why are you brown? <laughs> I thought it was the cutest thing in the world, you know. And and she and without even blinking, Miss Terry said something. I could just hear her say it. Jenna nods her head. And and they just kind of leave and they go on. And I said, as Terry comes by me, I said, uh, Terry, did she just ask you what I think she asked you? She says, yes. I said, I said, what'd you say? I just, I got to know. She says, I said, because God made me that way. Do you like it? And she said, Jenna said, yes, I do. And then that was it. And I just looked at Terry and, and it was just one of those awesome moments. I just said, thank you for being that person. Thank you for being the one. Cause, um, you know, there's, there's always those weird situations as kids are growing up where they're like, they see some fat guy and they, they have to blurt it out. That is the fattest guy I've ever seen. And it is, it is the biggest man they've ever seen. They did not know that people could get that giant. I remember seeing a fat guy like that. I was, and I remember walking away more confused about anything. I just thought I had it in my mind that fat people only liked other fat people. At that point, I'm like, I hope that guy founds a really fat lady that he can settle down with. And then I thought, you know, old people only found other old people attractive. And that's when I thought that dogs were boys and cats were girls. You know, I, I, f- I eventually grew out of that. And now I know that fat guys do like skinny girls because I married one. But um, 
My point being <laughs> that my daughter didn't just blurt it out somewhere, which was really, really nice of her, and just be like, I just noticed that there are different colored people. Look at that brown dude. And I love that she didn't know the word for it. You know, usually when you refer to black folks, you say black people or African-Americans or whatever. She looked right down and she knew, you know, she it was so innocent and awesome. And Terry was such a sweetheart. So it was just this really cool moment. And it also reminded me of one of the stories that were sent in this week. So I'm going to read that, too. My daughter is 15 now, but at the time of the story, she was four. I was making meatloaf for dinner one night. My daughter was watching me intently as I worked through the meatloaf making process. She didn't say a word, but she just watched as I started to form the loaf in the pan. And then all of a sudden she pipes up, it's cow. And I like it. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't remember. I can't help but chuckle every time I think of her big brown eyes looking up at me from her adorable uh, curl frame face telling me that she likes cow. <laughs> You guys are totally bodacious. My work days are made so much better being able to listen to your wacky antics. Keep blessing us with your bad selves. Forum newbie. Uh, oh, goodness. Sue, Susie Q. I did it, people. I read her forum name. Susie Q. Yeah. It's- I was going to say, and, and, and listeners, if you actually look at how it's spelled, it looks nothing like you would spell Susie Q. Yeah, so it's got an Indian, a Native American name in it for Sue, and then Z E E, and then Q U E U E. So it's it's terrible. It's terrible. But anyway, it, kids are just awesome. Innocence is great, and uh, you know you ought to get one. And I don't mean steal somebody else's. I'm saying just go go get you a child. They are awesome. Uh, preferably with your last name in wedlock. In wedlock, yeah, of that would be great. You know, get it in the right order. You know, don't add to the problem. Be the solution. Little political statement of the week there. Uh, speaking of which. One of the many tools of the devil. Oh, no. All right. We got a couple of LBBs. It's 100th episode. I feel obligated to tell you what LBB means because a week doesn't go by that somebody doesn't ask. And what it means is liberated banking blue boy. And I don't know what it means. I don't know why we call it that. I don't know what the – I'm just lying. It means living, breathing butthead, okay? And everybody knows somebody like this or somebody that has been this way. But to me, the LBB is someone that just is walking around and that's all they are. They live and breathe to be a rear end to everyone. And usually you see one in passing and you just know – that is their existence. That is not an isolated incident. They are a butt all the time. So here's a couple stories from our listeners uh, that submitted here. Daniel has uh, this to say. Here's a story that happened when I was on a youth group trip. We were in a small town on the border of Canada. Literally, we were so close to the border, we could have thrown a stone and hit a border patrolman. But that would have made them really mad. Actually, well, you see, that, see, the I was gonna say therein is your fallacy. I mean, because yeah. it's 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 you would have they would have probably apologized for getting in the way of your stone, or they would have just that, caught it and <laughs> tossed it back. Hey, here you go. You lost this, eh? <laughs> All right. <laughs> You have to throw two stones, one of them in French. Okay. That Sunday morning, we were all getting ready for church. So, uh, uh, <laughs> so all of us were ready. Uh, some of us were already ready, and we were sitting in the living room. The teen leader's wife, Jamie, came out of the ba- bathroom. She is fully dressed, and she had her hair wrapped up in a towel turban. Her one-and-a-half-year-old daughter was sitting in the living room. My sister... Uh, who babysits the little girl says, look, Julia, your mommy has no hair. 
And the little girl looked up and started bawling. Jamie, <laughs> Jamie tried pulling some of her hair out of the towel to show her daughter that she still had hair, but that would not pacify the screaming child. She finally had to pick her up and hold her for a while before she calmed down. So, yeah, the LBB of this story is uh, Daniel's babysitter sisters. <laughs> Lying to children. This seems the show has a theme already to it. The innocence of children. Taking advantage of it is evil people. So don't do it. Uh, when I was five, this is from I'm not here in the forums. Uh, when I was about five, I developed a big rash on my leg. I didn't know uh, what they were, so I was really worried. I asked my mom about it. She looked at me and said, "You've got crocodile measles, Adam." First, your leg is going to turn green, then it'll turn black, and then it's going to fall off. I never cried harder. Anyway, <laughs> keep it coming, guys. Grats on the big triple digits. And uh, check me out in the forums. I'm not here. So, yeah, moms. Uh, don't. <laughs> Mama, don't, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. And don't, don't tease them relentlessly. That's horrible. It is a good reason to have kids, though. Because they believe you. They believe in you. They're not going to think that, oh, mommy's joking. No, no. They're, they think their leg's going to fall off. Yeah. I like mean, I told my daughter, I said, if you don't quit doing that, I'm going to tear you up. And she goes, really? And I realized <laughs> what she meant, what she realized, or what she thought I meant was uh, was that I was going to tear her up like a piece of paper. <laughs> I was going to tear her arms off. I'm like, no, baby. No. And, cha- and change her name to Quincy. Yeah. Something. <laughs> uh. Oh, yeah. I did do that, too. That's okay. She knows when I'm joking sometimes. Time for this. News. All right, we're moving right along. This show's going to be over, and I'm going to be in bed before you know it. Um, Hey, you know what? If you go to NLCast.com, there is a new page up. It's called the bonus page, and it's fairly new. If you haven't been there, you need to check it out, but I'm not going to talk about what's already on there. I'm going to talk about some of the new bonuses that were just put up today in honor of our 100th episode you can now get the Nobody's Listening theme song as a ringtone sent to your phone absolutely free. No sign-up required. No obligation as far as I know. Uh, go check it out at NLCast.com and then click on bonus. We also have a 100th show uh, wallpaper that I just released. It is very pretty. So go check it out. If you if I don't have your wallpaper size, email me. I'll post up a new one. I realized I don't even have one big enough for my screens. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. You know, they just don't I, make I, them that big. I was gonna say I have I have mine up on my desktop and it fit just fine. Mine I had to stretch. I mean, they just don't have. <laughs> they don't make enough gigs. They don't make enough gigs for the JPEG I need. So, uh, also, uh, NLcast stickers are going out to everyone who has an email or a voicemail read or played on this show. This one, this one. Episode 100. So if you hear your stuff, please email me from the uh, email that you sent your original uh, address from. And if you voicemailed me, um, send your phone number along with it because I don't want to get spammed with a bunch of stuff. It costs me money to send them things out. So I don't want to waste them. I don't want to waste them. And that is Continental U.S. only, of course. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Trevor. Or Canada. You say Continental Continental U.S. and Canada. Canada. Canada's Continental. We'll we'll let you guys in for just this week. Can I have my sticker? I'm getting my stuff read on the show because I am the show. I don't read your stuff. I'm sorry. But I want a but, sticker. You know, I'm a man of my word. and you know. Now, we just want to do a few thank yous uh, during this time. Trevor, you may have some folks, but I'm just going to read through my list here. I, I just want to say thanks to Archive One, you know who you are, for building our wiki. We do have one, 
And um, you can get to that through the NL cast. But it's one of my favorite things in the world to do is go there after we've done a show. And he goes and recaps each show and talks about what we did in each thing. But at the very bottom, he has a segment called Memorable Moments. And it's the closest thing that we have to somebody doing a, a mashup. And he quotes different parts. And it's just really cool to see what stuck out to him. So thanks, Archive One. Your work is very much appreciated. And it's time you got credit for it on the show. Uh, thanks to Scott Johnson for your support and uh, answering my many, many, many questions over the years. Um, thanks, Carrillo, and now Dean, for your regular support of the show. It is very much appreciated. Thanks to Rob Gobers for our theme song, dude. Um, it just means so much that you would take time to do that for us. I, You're one of my heroes out there, even though I don't know you, and it meant a lot when you uh, took time to do that for us. Thanks to Dauphin, man, for for buying the uh, paying for the software that we use to play our sound effects, like this one. I appreciate that, man. That saved a lot of time for me to be able to mix down the show in real time, and uh, it was very much appreciated. And uh, thanks to all of you, all of you contributors over the years. I mean, it's been two years, two and a half almost, and uh, we wouldn't be where we are. If uh, if it wasn't for you guys, and I know people say that, but I mean it. We don't have the best show in the world, but we have the best listeners ever, and I appreciate you guys, uh, you know, supporting a clean comedy podcast and uh, just making it so much fun to do. Uh, you know, we don't have a ton of listeners. There are people that have started podcasts uh, more recent than us, and and it blows me away. And it can almost be a little uh, discouraging sometimes when they have more downloads than mine. My show does. The one, and I'm the one that inspired them to get into it. But I'm telling you, I you couldn't find a more dedicated group of listeners uh, anywhere. And I would take that over numbers any day. I appreciate you guys a lot. It's awesome. Um, thanks to all the great guest hosts that we've had: Lynn Peralta from Jawbone Radio, Scott Johnson. Uh, you know uh, the the guys uh, overseas that we've had, and 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 everywhere, all the people that that I know personally. That you know, Salsa Boy and. <laughs> And Rockstar Paul, my sister Amy, uh, and and then thank you, David, for making the show so much fun to do, man. If it wasn't uh, for you, we wouldn't have even had nobody's listening. We wouldn't have the stories and the, and everybody's favorite, you know, early classic episodes. And I wish you the best in your life. And uh, I hate that I hate that we had to go our separate ways, man. I do, but uh, I know things are good, so I appreciate that. Um, Lastly, I just need to thank uh, my wife and my family for sharing me with the world and giving me giving me time to do this show, and uh, and and I guess at the very very end, after a hundred episodes, you atheists are just going to have to deal. I just like to thank God for um, for everything, not just the podcast because I could do the podcast without God. Um, but, but thank you for my family and thank you for the resources and thank you for the skills and the talents, whatever limited they may be. Thank you for the creativity and the opportunity to use it. And, um, and, and just the, the influence that this podcast has had in several folks lives over the years. It's awesome. And I appreciate it. Thank you for your blessings on what we do here. Uh, and please continue. So there you go. That's all I've got, dude. Well, um, I just wanted to um, – it's funny that you actually had this section in here because I had already thought about that, that sort of thing as well when uh, I was uh, getting ready for the show. And I wanted to thank you, James. I wanted Aww. to thank you for, for inviting me to, to give me a chance to actually you know, go out there and make people laugh each week. I mean because that's uh, – it, it's something that I 
it's it's a passion of mine is I always love to make people laugh and and this gives me an opportunity to do it and so thank you for giving me the shot to actually you know do this show with you no problem um, man thanks for doing uh, it thanks for doing yeah. it I, I should have thanked you but <laughs> <laughs> well no but you know I, I'm fine you know I, I'll thank you you know whatever it's your show you know that's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that I I think that goes without saying. Trevor stepped in, you know, when when I needed a guest host, and and uh, I think he's done awesome. And you guys owe him an email if you agree. Uh, so I'm glad you're here on episode 100, dude. Appreciate it. Um, yeah. Let's move on though before it gets too sticky and cutie, and I start blowing uh-huh. kisses through the microphone. <laughs> Who me? <laughs> Alright, we got some good, fresh, hot middle school drama for you here, folks. This is from Adam. One day, me and a friend and our families went down to the lake for a barbecue. Me and him got bored, so I went down and got a can of bug spray, and we started tossing it back and forth. Or at least we attempted to do it. We weren't very good catches. <laughs> we got bored, so we got a can of bug That's the best thing you come up with to have a game of catch with was a can of bug spray. Hey, you know, that's why it's in this section right here. Uh... <laughs> Then they had trouble starting the fire, so Arsenal came to the rescue. Uh, Can you use the word Arsenal properly in a sentence? Uh, No. I tried spraying it into the small flame, but very little was coming out of the bug spray. Then I felt my fingers getting wet and realized that a piece of sand had gotten wedged in the dispenser hole, and it was ebbing the spray, so it was actually running down the side of the can. Just then a spark jumped up and the can caught fire on instinct. I dropped the can. Then I thought, this thing's about to explode. I can throw it at someone. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? So I know. grabbed it and I chunked it at my little brother who was standing by the lake. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I missed him and it landed in the water and it was extinguished. Oh, well, there's always next time. Next time? Hello? Love the podcast. Keep it up, guys. Adam. Okay, Adam. You're banned. You're banned from yeah. bug spray. I don't yeah. know, dude. Unfor- unfortunately, I, I I was unable to kill my yeah. my little brother. I feel him with shrapnel. It's unfortunate <laughs> that I was unable to go to jail for mutilating my brother as much as I was looking forward to it on my vacation. I, yeah, I you, know, but, you know, that's insane when you're that bored. When you'd rather go to jail. And and maim your your brother, uh, you know. Step there's three steps to uh, getting bored. One, step one, you know you're getting bored when nothing seems like fun. Step two, it's getting really close to being super bored when you start throwing around a can of bug spray. But step three, when the only thing you can think to do is kill or maim one of your siblings, it's time to it's time to find something to do. Play some more video games or something, dude. Uh, you need a hobby. Yeah, uh, a good one. <laughs> Let's let's stipulate that a good hobby. Uh, let's see. This is from Jesse. My story starts off in the worst place in the entire earth, Chuck E. Cheese's. Yeah, I'm sure people in third world countries would agree. Yeah, all that pe- all that pizza, all those white people. Oh, it's just terrible. It's terrible. My <laughs> white people. Uh, you know, I don't know. Uh. My story star- I was just thinking of the stereotypical heaven scene there with the, <laughs> the, the suburban whitey whites flying around just putting tokens in everybody's machine. Sorry. Uh, my story starts off in the worst place in the entire earth, Chuck E. Cheese's. 
I think it was my 15th birthday. What? 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 Uh. It's your 15th birthday, dude. I don't even care what happened to you, Jesse. You're 15, and you're at Chuck E. Stinking Cheeses. What are you doing? Where'd you have your, what, what'd you have your 12th birthday, Babies or Us? What the heck? 15-year-old walking around, swimming around the ball pit, you know? <laughs> Look, Mommy, watch me! You squat, you squash some three-year-old kid. <laughs> I didn't know they had white balls in here. Those are his eyeballs. Put them back in, Bobby. <laughs> Good night, Jesse. You're you're fifteen, buddy. I'm. I should be one to talk. You know, my sixteenth birthday cake was a Ninja Turtle cake. <sighs> Ninja Turtles are still cool. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Ah, uh, it was my fifteenth birthday. The one Mr. Cheeses is known for brats in the 7 to 12-year-old range. Yeah, that's because that is the target audience of your average Chuck E. Cheese, 7 to 12. But anyway, I was enjoying hanging out and eating pizza with my friends. So he had friends who were there, too. We decided, to, hey, let's go play some games and then some more games. The biggest group of brats in the world showed up. And so the Chuck E. Cheese's became a war zone. There were fights for games, tokens, tickets, and life. I was going to play one of the car racing games they have. I made the mistake of putting my token in before sitting down in the chair. As the coin left my fingers, a child, maybe 10 years old, jumped into the chair. When I asked him to please move, he started to cry and kick because, Hey, I'm playing a game! Play a game! And for the first time, it doesn't say game over on the screen. Um, the same thing began to happen. I'd put a coin in to play the bowling game. The brats would kick me and push me and proceeded to have fun at my expense. Same with the rides and stuff. So that was my birthday. Boo, Jesse. Jesse. Where were the adults? <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> one of them was trying to have a birthday party. And uh, You're a young man, Jesse. It's time. It's time to move on. They have, you know arcade places for older people they do and it's time for that buddy it's time for that 15 years old we're gonna take a break and when we come back we've got a featured story featuring me Woohoo! this is connie from ohio in the eighth grade that i was picking home economics but i had to go and do something uh for making jelly and i noticed this bowl of bright pink sprinkle stuff and I looked around, and I thought, nobody's watching. So I licked my finger, stuck my finger in the bowl, and then put my finger in my mouth. It was not candy sprinkles. It was dishwasher detergent. And I had a burned esophagus for, like, two weeks. But I guess I learned my lesson. If you feel candy, it becomes alkalytic burning substance that is horrible. Hey, Trevor, you know what? What? I got a uh, voicemail from one of my uh, one of my friends, one of my podcast heroes. This is Lynn Peralta from Jawbone Radio. Hey, James, this is Lynn from Jawbone Radio. Told you. I just want to congratulate you on 100 shows. Um, and uh, I know how hard it is to get to 100, so it's a lot of work, dude, and uh, you put a lot of work into it, and uh, you can be proud to know that you, your show, has the uh, has the <laughs> the story of my uh, the wonderful story of my first son's birth and the terrible out of gas that I had right afterwards. So that's <laughs> quite a feat. So congratulations on a hundred show. Here's to another 
300 if you have it in you. And we'll see you on the other side. Take care. Bye. Thanks, Lynn. That was awesome. That was awesome. Hey, uh, you had asked about a mashup. Would you like to hear a mashup that we got? Ooh, ooh. Did somebody do one? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a little short, but it's really good. Here, here it is. How you doing out there, podcast people? This is out there, podcast people. This is how you doing out there, podcast people. Hey, how you doing out there, podcast people? How you doing out there, podcast people? Then this David is and James. So sorry. This is the James. This is James and David. Then Jonathan runs in. He's really mad. He cussed, and that's a sin. So we did it again. <laughs> I, and you I, couldn't hardly talk, so you didn't even know how to say. Our stop. lungs were in, in my butt cheeks. <laughs> this does not look like Mer- Lucy. You know, Mer what? <laughs> Nothing. It was that. Remember that blonde chick that I dated for like I'd drive up and and see her. Where? I it was in Old Town, dude. You met a chick in Old Town. I did. I never knew about this. <laughs> okay, well it wasn't. Who anything. was she? <laughs> I don't know. She's just this blonde Tell me chick. Her name. Amy knew. I didn't know her name. I don't know her name. Oh crap! That's that guy's wife. Is that how they say hello in your city? <laughs> but it's not really mullet because he hadn't got it cut in a while, so it's, right. it's weird. Uh, it's like a fullet. It's full head of hair. <laughs> looks like a mullet. I don't know what happened if he had if he had perfectly timed this, but it broke out to a hip hop R and B beat, and this old man starts breaking it down. Cows don't belong here. <laughs> they don't belong here. David pauses and he's like, "Dude, that's her." And I'm like, "Who?" He goes, "It's the it's the subway girl." <laughs> and he starts swigging it down. It's running, it's running through his goatee. <laughs> Mario was like, <laughs> "We can make fun of people in Christian love." That's hard for me. <laughs> he brought you into the circle. James. I was I was in the I was in the hobo circle. <laughs> Manager man, you're a lie. Not even my best. <laughs> I was like, wait, you got birds or something? He's like, no, those stupid little kids are running up over my fist. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to burn him out. <laughs> Hot water, dude. And I'm not wearing any pants. <laughs> I'm six years old and I've already got a lifetime habit of drinking. Broke yuck. All right, so yeah, there was only two <laughs> from the Trevor era, but that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> Those things are hard to do. Oh, no kidding. Like, that takes a lot of work to get one of those of together. Work. A whole lot of work. So thank you. That was uh, from Joe Thomas. So thank you, Joe Thomas, for, for Yes, thank you. For Appreciate it, man. Uh, it's time for this. Featured Story. All right. Um, this one, I, I had to ask my wife. It says, wife. That's, a, that's what I call her. I'm like, hey, wife. <laughs> Said wife, and she said what? And she's like, "Hold on, I'm taking. Off, I'm walking in the kitchen. I have to take off my socks and shoes, so I can be barefoot in the kitchen." Now, uh, <laughs> I said, "Jen, um, I, I've told all my stories. I, there's got to be a story out there I could tell." And she says, "Well, what kind of story? What are you going for?" And I says, "I'm going for tears. I want to make people cry." No, uh, I said, I, "I want people to laugh, of course." And she's like, "Okay, all right. Why don't you tell the one about peep? Can't tell you. It's censored because that's coming soon." I, the, 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 the show's title of episode 100 is probably going to be why I don't fight. Okay. Or just maybe I don't fight period. Cause you guys know uh, one of these episodes back, I talked about the time I tried to fight some dude and I lost my mind and I got smack beat out of me with a padlock 
you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was I like that. that was like <laughs> my first fight ever. And and that kind of set the standard. That was about as good as it got. Um and moving on a little bit, there was another fight I was in, and it was at, at band rehearsal. Okay. I was in band, people, and I was fighting. That should be enough to tell you right there that it wasn't a great like, band. It wasn't a fight. It wasn't a real fight. Like, like, this, like this one summer at band camp, I got in this fight and uh <laughs> I, so I, I'm, I'm on the, it's marching band. We're out there and I'm playing trumpet and this dude that I just didn't like, I don't remember why I didn't like him. I think it's cause he looked like he was wearing eyeshadow, even though that was way before boys wore eyeshadow. It didn't take much for me not to like you back then because I was real picky. I was so dang popular and stuff, you know, judgmental. <laughs> yeah. He was just, he was an underclassman and I was big stuff with a, with an inferiority complex. So I was going to just be all her and uh and plus he didn't play trumpet and we were you know we were just we were like war of the worlds you know between the different the flutes and and the claritutes and the majorettes and major threats that's a claritute we had names for everything don't worry about it. it's band stuff you wouldn't <laughs> understand in america on top of that so that's like a whole different language whole other world yeah man. i mean we have trumpets and claritutes um major threats is what we call the majorettes and uh flaggets were <laughs> Oh my god, the flag girls. Whoops. <laughs> wow. There you go. And it's and it's <laughs> I'm gonna call that show. I'm gonna quit listening to that show. Uh <laughs> I didn't know that that's what that meant. Back then, that's what's so funny. <laughs> I just thought it was just another spin of a turn of phrase. <laughs> now I hear it out of my 35-year-old mouth. I'm like, oh good God. Those filthy song guns. So anyway. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. I'm going to leave it in. That's going to be the memorable moment of episode 100. Okay. <laughs> so, um, long story short is um, this guy threw a bad look at me with his weird eyes, and I wasn't going to stand for it. I was going to unleash some of the upperclassmen beef that you know I'd had to take. And so I picked up a screw off the middle of the parking lot and I threw it at his back while we were marching. It was the meanest thing I could think to do. And it didn't hurt him, but oh, it made him mad. And he decided he was going to beat me up. And I was like, okay, fine. But then I got scared, but I couldn't act like it. I'd never been in a real fight before that I remembered. There was the one that I didn't remember. The one you blacked out during. Yeah, I, I didn't really learn anything from that fight other than, you know, that Don't I can't. <laughs> yeah, just run. But word got around, you know, because I'm an upperclassman. He's an, he's an underclassman. His... his section versus my section you know the trumpets versus the tubas i mean it was going to be a cage match for the century uh so we met up and um luckily he wasn't a good fighter he just got mad and charged at me and then hugged me around the waist and kind of threw me down on my back and i couldn't move and he wasn't he was just kind of wiggling you know it was kind of <laughs> sick actually and so i just started <laughs> punching him on the back because i couldn't think of it i actually looked up at all the people around me and kind of went and I just started punching him on the back. Eventually, you know, there's always these do-gooders that come in and, and separate you, and you have to act like you want to get back into it. Yeah, you better be glad he's holding me back. You better be glad I'm scared of you. What'd you say? I mean, <laughs> you better be glad he's holding me back. Um, so, yeah, uh, that was the end of that. I threw a nail at him. And, and, and then, oh, and then his dad picked him up, and he stared at me 
from across the room. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, you know, I don't flip birds. You guys heard why I tried to shoot one, one time in elementary school, got spanking. I don't fight. Okay. So that was the band fight. And that was all to tell you another story. Um, a few years later, <laughs> I don't know if I had to tell you this. Yeah. Yeah. A few years later, I was um, walking around my small town of St. Mary's, Georgia, on one of our many festivals. Okay, we have crawfish festivals. We have this other kind of festival. I think we have an official redneck festival, and then then there's Fourth of July, and that's a big deal. You know, they they set up a stage, and dude, we had um, oh gosh, who's the who's the Native American dude from Young Guns? Uh, Lou Diamond Phillips, dude. We had Lou Diamond Phillips come out and sing in our small town. It was amazing. It was the most amazing thing ever. Um, but I was walking around and I met this girl that I liked. You know, her name was Dawn, and she was a majorette. And I was gonna date her. It was gonna be so great. But uh, some ex-boyfriend of hers comes walking along, and he's huge, and he's hanging out with this little dude, this little tiny guy. Well, long story short. Um, they start picking on me because they're jealous, obviously. And the little tiny dude is the ringleader of the whole group. He's mean and I'm scared of him and he's littler than me. And he pushed me down in the ditch and my wannabe girlfriend had to scream at them and make them leave. And after that, the, the, the date quote unquote walk around date didn't go so well because I had been defended by a girl. Yeah. Well, in my defense, few years later, that little guy grew up and started dating this one girl that I knew. And then he killed her, broke into her house and killed her after she broke up with him. So, you know what? I might have been a little wiser than Wimpy. Okay. So hmm. just want to, just want to put that out there that it, it probably saved my behind that I didn't want to fight him. Okay. I just, I must've sensed it. Being, so, being a potential pastor, I just I have this connection with the Lord. Okay, so the the gospel of Kinnison here is don't stand up to anybody; they might kill you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, where, where's that? You know, the pen is mighty in the sword. Just write a dirty note to him. You are mean. Yes or no? Please check yes. <laughs> um, okay, so all of those stories were to tell you this one: the fight, the best fight I've ever been in in my life. The only one I ever won was one I never fought. And here's that story. This is the one Jen wanted me to tell. We were dating, and we used to date in the south part of the country, mostly because we lived down there. And we Which would, is convenient. Yeah, it was very convenient because that's where we wanted to date anyway. That's where I always planned on dating someone was near my locality. So um, being near, you know, living in Georgia, South Georgia, we'd always drive out to Fernandina Beach, particularly a certain beach that was not well-known by many people, and it was hard to get to. It was called Peter's Point, and it was a way that you could get down there and blah, blah, blah. So we'd take a blanket, and we'd take lunch, and we would go out there and sit on the beach and swim and eat and blah, 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 sunbathe, all this kind of stuff. Jen loves it. Matter of fact, that's why she – the only thing she hates about the Midwest is we moved away from the beach. Well, mm. one particular day, uh, we're minding our own business, and these guys pull up in a truck. There's about three guys. There's two guys in the back, pretty big dudes. And in the front, there's three guys. And one of them says, hey, uh, I don't remember what he asked, but it was something to the effect of, do you know, uh, you know, something, something? And I said, what? I couldn't hear him. And so I kind of stood up and um, I was drinking a soda and, you know, had a sandwich in my hand. And he says, um, do you know where such and such is? And I'm like, well, no, I'm sorry. I don't. We're from out of town ourselves." 
And then he said something else that I think was some sort of catchphrase that he was probably saying to everyone. And then all of a sudden, this big old super soaker comes out of the side of his window and starts hosing me and Jen- Jennifer down. And, he, and then he guns it. All right. Time slows down at this point, And I immediately decide I'm going to kill these people. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I wanted to. But my rage went from zero to 9,000 instantly. And the only thing I had in my hand to use was my open soda. And so a, mil- a myriad upon myriads of ideas went through my head. I'm like, I'm going to throw this soda and I'm going to throw it through their open window. And it will mm-hmm. land somewhere inside and splash soda all over them and therefore getting them back and then adding to it the stickiness of the carbonated beverage. Well, that was my plan, my instant plan. But unfortunately for them and for me, I am a horrible, horrible, horrible throw. Just like they wow. were bad catchers in our in our story, our middle school drama story. I'm a bad throw. Mm-hmm. I threw that can as hard as I could. And it hit smack dab square in the center of the driver's side door on this beautiful black brand new truck. And it left a soda can sized indention in there. That truck slammed on brakes, dug in those front wheels. And I'm standing on the edge of the blanket in my socks because I don't want to go out in the sand in my socks. And I'm just, I'm livid. I'm just ready. I'm ready. I don't care if the Terminator came out of that truck. I was going to eat them. I was going to zap them with laser beams from my ears. So However. I was like, I just yelled, come on. Well, the, the guy jumps out of his truck and runs over and I thought he was coming at me. He just looks at this hole in his inside of his truck and then he leans up and crosses his arms and he puts his head down like he's crying. <laughs> and the two guys, I, I was like, I, I probably swore. I don't remember, but I was like, what the heck do you think you're doing? You jerky, jerky, jerk, butt jerkies. And, um, and bring it on. I remember saying that just something, get over here, you know? And, um, and then the two guys in the back, immediately these big guys start lumbering out of the back. I'm like, all right, come on, come on. <laughs> I'll take you both. I'll eat your stomachs and, and spit in your eyes. I'll do bad stuff. I don't even know. I'll, I got some more sodas. I got a 12 pack. Um, <laughs> I can throw all day. That's right. I got sand galore. Uh, so just don't make me get my socks dirty. So, uh, <laughs> They, they though, they look at me and say, oh, God, we're just getting a ride. We don't want anything to do with this. And they begin walking down the beach. And I have to oh. act like I'm not relieved, you know. <laughs> the guy's left, and I'm I'm trying to act like, you know, I got to push my luck. I got to act like I am not uh, totally freaked out by the fact that they could have stayed. But um, here's here's this uh, high school guy. They're not as old as, they, as I thought they were. And um, – so I, I go over and I don't remember all what all I said. I know I did a lot of yelling and a lot of screaming. And um, at one point, though, I remember them saying, uh, hey, dude, uh, why did you do this? You know, it was just water in the gun. It was just water. And I'm like, you know, immediately I realized, well, yeah, <laughs> it, it was water. That's all it was. So I had to make up something. I had to make up something to sound legit because my, my behavior was completely outlandish. I don't think so, but it seemed like it at the time because my adrenaline was starting to come down. And I'm yeah, like, adrenaline will do that to you, dude. I mean, you know. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, I'm like, well, it could have been bleach. 
It could have been bleach, man. That could have been bleach, and it could have burned us or something. It could have ruined my my horrible, horribly, uh, you know, uh, antiqued bathing suit anyway. And not that you could have told that, you know, back then that uh, bathing suit had bleach on it. It was like the splatter paint era or something like that. But uh, anyway, I eventually, I did a lot of yelling, like I said. I, I, I made them apologize to Jennifer. <laughs> I made them tell them that they were sorry. And I probably said something really stupid like, you know, if I ever see you on my beach again, I have a two liter and I will club you with it repeatedly. I don't know what I said, but, <laughs> but, uh, eventually they got in the car and, and they drive off and then, you know, I go walking back and I'm all happy. But again, I'm coming down off my high. And as I sit down, Jen's, Jen's like, you know, probably appalled. She was probably scared to death. Actually, she told me that the two big guys did come back and they were talking to her while I was over there screaming. The other guy's like, yeah, man, we don't know. I'm, we're so sorry about this. You know, <laughs> no, we had nothing to do with it, man. I, I'm like, I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm like, please we're, don't make your boyfriend beat on us. <laughs> we, we, we were perfectly capable of ending his life right now but we're kind of on his side uh it's kind of a jerky thing to do um, i kind of agree where he's coming from so yeah, we can, yeah. we can let him live he does have a point about the bleach uh, but anyway uh you know i couldn't tell him that i i meant to throw it through the window because that would kind of hurt my my bully cred you know i was actually trying to hit you with it and so i'm actually kind of sorry can you forgive yeah, me? Yeah. I wasn't trying to hurt your truck. I was trying to make your pants sticky, really, is really what I was going for. But. I wanted to make it look like you paid yourself. Dad gummit. I can't do anything right. You know. Start hitting myself with the soda. Why, why, why? I hate the beach. No, I know why. So yeah, they they leave. I'm back on the on the pallet and I'm like, uh, Jen. That was awesome, but you know we better we better get the heck out of here because I'm knowing you know these guys are going straight to their dad who owns a truck who's gonna you know and they're not gonna talk about how they had this super soaker and they were you know abusing people's good nature they were gonna tell them that this mean twenty something guy you know threw soda at his at their truck and then screamed at him for twenty minutes and uh, I knew we were gonna get the popo after so we we got out of there. And, uh, but before, as we're leaving, you know, I pick up the blanket, we, we get the sand out of us, the whole nine yards. I went over and I picked up that there soda can. And I'm very proud to say that I still have that thing to this day. It is in a box <laughs> and on one side, perfectly down one side of the can. It is the flattest thing you ever saw in your life. That thing hit that truck so stinking hard. And every time I go to that box and pull that sucker out, it uh, it just makes my day. So yeah, that's that's the story of the one fight that I won that I never really fought. I'm tough wow. when I got carbonation. I, I I you get all pumped up on the carbonation, you get a couple of grits of sand in your sock there, and you're just yep. angry. It's my superpower. I have to have a certain combination of things, and uh, yeah, I've yet to find my kryptonite, but apparently my anti kryptonite is is uh is Diet Coke, I think. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, that was it. That's our uh, that's, that's our story. And I'm sticking that's to That's awesome. It. So uh, let's move on. E-N-V mail. Thank you for calling. Ah, I'm probably your only Slovanian, Slovakian, Slovanian, Slovanian listener. And I love so, your show. What? 
Shut Sylvania? Up. Don't, don't they make light bulbs? I don't Sylvania. Yeah, something they make televisions. <laughs> I found your podcast recently on the black market, and I've been going through the archives in reverse order. It's going pretty fast since I'm in bed with the flu, and there's not much else I can do to pass the time. But if I wasn't, if I didn't have the <laughs> flu, I wouldn't be listening to your crap show. That's what he's basically yeah. saying. Anyway, I have two related stories that my father told me. They both take place on vacation on our vacation home in the Alps. Now, I'm only going to read one for time, and it's the good one anyway. This will blow your mind. Remember, this guy's from Slovakia or Slovenia or somewhere. I heard the first one when I was little. This one time, my grandpa, who had Parkinson's disease and was supposedly bound to a wheelchair, was trying to show my father how to operate a tear gas gun that he had in the house for self-defense. <laughs> I love this part. Yeah, yeah it's, you, you just need to accept that because it gets even better. Okay. Okay. Yeah. For those who don't know, it's a gun that fires a jet of tear gas. Thank you. Thank you. I, I wow. do appreciate it. We are Americans, but um, I think I can figure out what a gun does. Thank you so much. Um, but they are um, so they're on the terrace, and Grandpa has the gun in his hand, and he starts to explain. Now, son, this gun is dangerous. Handle it carefully so you don't shoot yourself. And then in that exact moment, the gun goes off right on Grandpa's <laughs> foot. The next thing my father sees is Grandpa running across the lawn, away from the expanding cloud of tear gas. Apparently, having forgotten that he couldn't even walk. So my father yelled after him, but dad, you can't walk. And grandpa promptly collapses. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks. Thanks. So this is from Vlaine Don Dolneck. He says, don't even try to pronounce it. Well, too bad. I already did. And I hope you enjoyed it. So, yeah, apparently tear gas is the only cure for Parkinson's disease. And the only way to reverse it is to remind them that they have it. Is to use logic. It's like a really sick version of that pie making show. The guy that you know that could touch people and bring them back to life. If he touched them again, they died. So, yeah. So thanks, Vane. Dead, dead. You can't look. Oh no! Yeah. Thanks. Oh, you jerk! Oh, oh crap! <laughs> I was. I was enjoying life there for a minute, but uh, thanks for bringing me back to reality. Yeah. That's great. I, I just love that Grandpa has tear gas. Yeah. He's planning on a horde of people coming after him. That's what's going on in Sylvania there. Yeah. So, so much that you, a single rifle is not going to do the job. No, you need to take gun, some on mass. A, ta a taser. No. you when you when uh -uh. He's, he's planning on having some sort of revolt in Sylvania, and he's going to take them all out. So. Hey, James and Trevor, congratulations on getting to your 100th episode. I am so proud of you guys and the hard work you put in so that your nobodies are satisfied. The first episode I listened to was Tough Shed, and I am currently listening to the older episodes and laughing out loud in public. Great job on all the past guest hosts and the current. All of you made the podcast a second family to me. Love you guys on the forum. So again, congratulations, and I hope that I will be listening to the 200th episode soon enough. Rashida. Thank you so much, Rashida from Columbia. Let me just breeze through them. Congratulations on your 100th. What? I think she's from the Caribbean, not Columbia, dude. Well, whatever. <laughs> I'm. It's my show. They come from wherever I tell them they're from. I love you, Rashida. I don't know where you live. <laughs> I don't know where you live, old lady. Uh, congratulations on your 100th episode. I've attached an MP3 pile, file if you want to play it on the show. Okay, let's do it. Here it is. Hold on. Let me find it for the love. 
I was trying to be fast, but uh, I will play it after the show. I'm sorry. This uh, he says I've got a few short stories that are funny about this Korean girl that I dated a few years ago. Number one, uh, and you got to be careful about the Koreans. We got a lot of them that listen to the show. So if this is offensive to the Korean people, um, then you get to make some white jokes. Okay. We're, we're right. Korea. It's offensive to Korea. No, we got a few others besides him. Dolphin is stinking Korean. <laughs> and we got a few more. So this Korean girl I just that had just been in the States for a couple of weeks when I met her, she didn't speak English all that well, but enough to get by. We both started college at the same time. I agreed to help her learn English if she would help me with my algebra homework. And that was going well until we started doing word problems. And then she could no longer help me with my homework. Okay, so that was the first one. Uh, she would watch my DVDs and turn on the subtitles to help her learn English. She wrote down words and phrases that she didn't understand. One day she came to me with a list of words. I looked and it was full of profanities. And she asked me what they meant. I looked at her and said, all you need to know is these words are bad. <laughs> one time we were hanging out and I, something bad happened and I said, shoot. And she thought she was livid. She thought I had said something else and she got upset and I had to explain the difference between shoot and the other word. That would be fun. Uh, Number three, one more. He says, we were eating a meal together and I decided to pray before we ate. I ended the prayer with, in your name we pray, amen. She stopped me right there and said, no, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Apparently, they don't use pronouns in Korea. So she must have thought I was praying to some different God. (laughs) A God named your. (laughs) So I had to explain that to her too. Anyway, dating someone from a different country was definitely an interesting, interesting experience. I have more stories about her that I'll have to tell you later. Thanks, Dan, a.k.a. Dr. Louie. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah, praying, praying to your. He's uh, from... Uh, well, you know, after listening to the Dracula well, episode, yeah. some of them might be wanting to choose another, you know, religion because we've already decided that God is a vampire. So... Yes. You have to go listen to the show for context, people. Hey, this is Fish and Chips, and we have a few – I have a few interesting <laughs> story for you. Fish, it's it's not like, you know, like like one of those Batman villains where there's, you know, two people or a two-face with two – No. Fish and Chips is not two people. <laughs> Fish and Chips is a two-headed fan. All right. Uh, okay, well, when my wife and I were expecting our first kid, I missed one day of church. Yes, I know it's not a good idea, but it was sick. No, you have to go to church every week, no matter what. Even if they're closed. Uh, She goes to the church without me. After the sermon, she was leaving, and the pastor's uh, doing the after-church meet and greet, shaking hands, wishing well, blah, blah, blah. And my wife passes him pregnant. You know, she's pregnant. I want to point that out. And uh, he says, hey, you know, they have ways to prevent that nowadays. (laughs) Needless to say, we didn't go back to that church after that. Man, see, I felt bad when I read that because that's the joke I would make. (laughs) I may be keeping people from coming back to my own church. (laughs) <laughs> like hey you know you could put some ointment on that and make that go down i don't know i don't know i don't know if i'm hurting people I'm, you know you're not you're not helping people yeah before i go to heaven god's gonna be like see that line of people going to hell those are the people that were doing just fine until your stupid sense of humor got them notice that god jesus has, is southern by the way i just want to point that you out. got a hold of them yeah now they all ruined great great so enjoy heaven now have fun <laughs> Yeah. Jerk. Crap. I thought I was so funny. Um, Here's a second one for you. I was in band in high school and played French horn. One night um, after band practice, 
this guy threw a screw at me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> How funny would that be? I was so I was so mad, so I, I was, hugged his waist. I was livid. He messed up my mascara, and I was wearing it before it was popular. No, in band, I played the French horn. One night, uh, the band had a lock-in to celebrate winning a competition or something. About two hours before the end of the event, I went and got my pillow that I placed on top of the instrument lockers, and, and it was not there. So I hopped up on top of the lockers and noticed there was a hole in the back. And there, in the hole, I saw my pillow. I figured I would try to get it, and I managed to fall in and get stuck, and I had to get the adults to pull me back out. In my defense, it was my favorite pillow. So Apparently, it was a dude with more than one pillow, and that was his well, yeah, favorite one. And that was his favorite. That was his I favorite. like this one best. I hug it, and I squeeze it, yeah. and I call it George. <laughs> yeah, it had, it had bunny ears, so that was your favorite. Uh, anyways, James and Trevor, keep up the good work, and join the show. And I wish... Uh, you and your family's the best. Side note, the chicken tree was an awesome story. Woot. Yeah, told you. It was yeah, funny. It's a great joke. That was the best <laughs> joke of the night right there. Oh, no, it was a good story. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm trying to shorten that line. <laughs> Going to hell. <laughs> I don't want to tease you <laughs> relentlessly. Okay. Hey, James and Princess Trevor. There we go. Now he's back in the line. I got a good story time. for good you time. that will hope you will hopefully read on the show. I was recently talking to my mom about how hard it is to be a foreigner in Japan, and she decided to tell me a story about when she recently moved there with my dad. And they had a very, uh, they had a very well, lack for lack of a better word, uh, they had a bad translator. My mom at this time was pregnant with me, and, it, and it's called interpreter, by the way. Uh, when you when you write it, it's translator. When you speak it, it's an interpreter. So they had a bad oh. interpreter. And um, dictionary. <laughs> well, you know what? You go to a multicultural church, you learn a few things. Um, uh, my mom at the time was pregnant with me. And so I remember the whole story. And the doctors needed to go uh, and do some sort of test to find out if I was an alien. So the doctor told our interpreter in Japanese to uh, for the mom to pee in a cup uh, so he can examine the pee. Well, our interpreter did not understand urine in Japanese and told my mom to poop in this cup. <laughs> my mom was confused, but she was tired and just wanted to get out of the hospital. And so she did exactly that. <laughs> and I thought it was hard to crimp off the front end. <laughs> can I have a... Can I, uh, you, you'd need one of those little spoons that you sample ice cream with, you know, to kind of <laughs> scrape off the top, I'd imagine. Oh, 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 I grossed myself out. Ah. <laughs> just get the lid of the cup and just scrape. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, so she did it. I just, oh, I just couldn't imagine. Oh, the, the hardship. She's pregnant for the love. Make her poop in a cup. Have the reach to do that. Jeez, those are little cups too. <laughs> Dad, gum. Anyway, I, dang interpreter. Uh, after the doctor got the cup, he opened it, and he was so shocked that he dropped it. Lisa, <laughs> say my mom was pretty embarrassed. Thanks, love the show, and though I'm stuck in Japan, I still listen a lot. Peace, guys. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. Wow. I wonder what the interpreter had to say for for himself. Dang. I'm so tempted to do an accented voice right now, but I'm not going to do it. It'd be the end of the show forever. That line would get bigger. <laughs> yeah, that's true. 
Uh, this is Tom from Utah, and I just want to say happy 100th episode. I went golfing with my dad one day, and halfway through playing, we stopped and ate some hot dogs. We played a few more holes, and I started to feel bad. I hit my sh- next shot on the next hole, and my dad noticed that I wasn't feeling very well. He asked me if I wanted to sit this hole out. I said yes. We started to drive away in the golf cart. My dad shouted, your ball, and he turned the wheel too hard to the left. Well, I flew out of the golf cart Rolled on the fairway about four or five times. Um, I got on my knees and puked on the nice cut fairway. After that, I felt much better, and I continued to play for the rest of the day. Keep up the podcast. Hope for 100 more. Tom. <laughs> that is... <laughs> you know, last week when you were when you mentioned about the sports stories being, you know, a potential uh, theme, yeah. theme episode, somebody sent that in, and I said, oh, I have a... You know, the time I fell out of a, you know, a golf cart... I did exactly that. Wow. We were we were driving. I was in the passenger seat. Uh, the buddy who was driving down, we were driving down on the actual gravel pathway beside the thing, and he's just looking, you know, we're driving, he's looking looking for his ball. And I'm just sitting there, you know, and happy as everything, enjoying the sunshine, enjoying the trip. And he sees his ball and just cuts the wheel to the left, and I go <laughs> flying out the side. <laughs> and it was gravel, and I'm just rolling in the gravel, and I cut my arms all up. Oh, and man. It's terrible. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I don't have any great stories about golf carts or any kind of moving vehicles like that because, uh, uh, let's see, we got one more to read, and then we got a few voicemails. After church one day, some friends from youth group and I went to eat at this Mexican restaurant where on, where on your birthday they sing to you and smear ice cream all over your face. Well, that sounds fun. <laughs> Happy birthday. There you go. There's bleach in that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm terrified of, of them singing to me. I couldn't imagine this smack. Well, anyway, my birthday was the next day, so they told the people working there. And they perform their evil little birthday ritual on me. And that's where you have to pretend like you don't like it. But I really hate it. I would run away. I would. Uh, well, I was having fun and clapping and stuff. When out of the corner of my eye, I see this very old lady come up behind me. She looks like she's going to whisper something in my ear. So I let her get close. But instead, she decides to put her cheek up against mine and starts practically sucking the ice cream off my face. Oh, so gross. I don't care if she's old or not. That's sick. She start she she looked at me and said in an old lady voice, "Happy birthday." And then I said, "Ha ha, thanks." And then she walked away. Everybody said, "Who is that?" And I said, "I don't know." It turned out it was a lady that used to go to my church, but I didn't know her. I turned to my youth pastor and said, "I hoped that my first kiss would have been some, with someone under the age of 70." <laughs> Brett. He says the worst part is that she's walking away and she had ice cream all over the side of her face. So gross. Mm. Should have licked it off, Brett. Let me return the favor. Ugh, Gertrude. Happy birthday. I've sucked the youth out of your face, and now I can have it myself. Funny. <laughs> oh, Lord, help us. All right. Uh, we've played that and that and that here. Um, this is a uh, one from Matt. He didn't do a mashup mashup. He did a phrase mashup. It's pretty cool. Hey, James and Trevor, this is Matt, or Flicky, on the forums. And in honor of your 100th show, I've got a cool voicemail for you that uses a lot of jokes from the previous shows. So here we go. Like I said, me and my friend, let's call her Lucy, were in a canyon in London. <laughs> Lucy has a fullet, and it looks like Crizzle. She's from America's hat, so maybe it's fashionable up there. Mm. Anyway, the canyon, we ran into my other friend. Let's call him Lucifer. He's from Norwegia. And he was like, 
I have news for you. And I was like, get out of my face. So he did. But then he followed us. And I was like, stalkers. So let's just say he's an LBB. Broke ya. <laughs> Thanks, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, and uh, here's from somebody. I, I It's from another show, uh, another podcaster, a uh, probably one of my nemesises. Hi, this is Jennifer Kennison from Geek Loves Nerd. Um, I'm the host of that show. It's really much better than nobody's listening, but I was calling just to say congratulations on your 100th episode. Way to go. Bye. Uh, that was my wife, of course. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, let's see. Here's uh, here's Eric from uh, WBR Show. Hello, NL cast. Nobody's listening. This is Eric Fisher from WBR Show at WBRshow.com. And I just have one word for you, or, okay, a couple words. You give podcasting a bad name. Just kidding. We love you. Uh, I mean, we hate you. Have a good show. 100th show. Bye-bye. We love you. Hate you. Goodbye. Yeah, Eric Eric is a skank. That's that's my word for Eric from uh, WBR Show. And we've, we've decided to be nemesises for real. Like we hate him and all that he oh, stands thanks. for. So you're you're welcome to have your own opinions, but uh, my official word for Eric is, is he's a skank. So and all that that implies. So anyway, thanks, Eric. I mean, I hate you. So here's uh, JoJo. Hey, James and Trevor. This is JoJo, Lady Eowyn on the forums, even though I'm not on there anymore. And I have with me Luke, the Luke of the infamous ice skating story. Hi, Luke. Hi, Luke. And um, we have a story. Oh, and happy 100 episodes. That's pretty awesome. And um, just wanted to share a story that involves both of us. Okay, so this summer, Luke was hanging out at my house, and we were kind of bored. And in the summer, we just do really dumb things. So we were just, he was just kind of throwing darts, which are magnetic, at people in the room. Not the pointy ones. Not the pointy ones, yeah. <laughs> That's important. Yes, those are painful. So we have these magnetic darts, and he throws one, because I have my back towards him, and he throws one at my back, and it magically sticks in the center of my back. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, um... I was perplexed. <laughs> well, there were, like, these three seconds that he just kind of paused, and then did you, like, figure it out? Oh, I, I, I think I, I, I was... Well... I don't know. I don't know. It's just awkward because it's stuck obviously to the metal fastener upon my apparel that goes underneath my shirt. And so it was just kind of like, okay. And um, so I, I, I turned around and here's Luke's punchline. You're a robot. <laughs> that was just because my little brothers are in the room. They're like, oh, Joanna's a cyborg, you know. In order, in order to save their innocence. Yeah, and then Luke, I remember him later saying sometime in the next five minutes, I didn't know those things were made out of metal. <laughs> oh, I'm very sheltered. I'm also um, a youth pastor's kid. Yeah, so I, yeah. I know very little of these things. <laughs> so that's just a funny story we wanted to share with you guys. So, um, yeah. All right. Uh, thanks so much. Yeah, I... Uh, I can't believe he didn't know what a bra was. I mean, you you never got into your mom's under things and, and put them on and walked around the house or anything like that. I mean, everybody does that, uh, right? No, no, oh. no. 
Oh, Krizzle. Wow. Wow. Uh, <laughs> crap. I'll just, I'll just edit that out. Yeah. Uh, gotcha. Lauren called. Hey, guys. This is Lauren Max. I was actually just tweeted, I guess would be the right terminology there, by the man himself saying I better call in. That's right. So yeah. here we go. Um, the other day while I was at work, I worked customer service for magazine subscriptions, and this lady called in, and we were talking for like a good two and a half minutes about her subscription, and about halfway through the conversation, she gets silent, and I hear the toilet flush. <laughs> yeah, say, I've got about a thousand of these. Anyway, happy 100th episode. Love what you guys are doing. Still, still listening, in case you were wondering. All right, bye. Oh, gosh, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> You always have to run out of the room before the flushing sound can get through the phone. But anyway, exactly. I mean, it, it's it's really quite standard, actually. I mean, you know, you just kind of you know you talk a little bit louder if there's going to be some noise, and then you flush and you run, and that way you know they don't know that you're in there talking while you're in the can. <laughs> so gross. Uh, here's Doctor Louie. Uh, I'd mentioned his voicemail earlier. Hi, James and Trevor. This is Doctor Louie, and I just wanted to say congratulations on your 100th podcast. Hallelujah. I thought I would celebrate by saying nobody's listening a hundred times. Oh, boy. So here we go. <clears throat> nobody's listening. Nobody's listening. Nobody's listening. Nobody's listening. Nobody's listening. Nobody's listening. Nobody's... Oh, man, I lost count. Good. Well, I think <laughs> I was close enough. But once again, congratulations, and I hope there will be a hundred more. And a hundred more after that. So, Goodbye. All right, so pretty much shooting for three hundred episodes, I guess is what. That's yeah, between the, Lynn and Doctor Louie. Yeah, then then, then we just kind of go off to pastor. Yeah, or pasture. Go off to pastor. We're going go to be pastors. Good, good going there. Great. Oh, could you imagine? All right, well that's our show, I guess. I mean that's everything. We're we're running a little long. Uh, we've got a few voicemails we're going to play at the end. Remember, if you have your stuff played or you or read, uh, send me an email and verify your identity and we will be sure enough getting you out a uh, a, a sticker okay everybody but Trevor gets one so oh, uh, that's right uh, thanks to our sponsors thanks to Rob Govers for our theme music thanks for go to meeting thank you drawyourpicture.com uh, thanks to our spouses for letting us record our contributors and everyone who listens and uh, as always 99 plus episodes in the past and this one here um, it's a sad sad truth and no matter how many people write in call in listen in we just know the truth is nobody's listening and I would like to also say nobody's listening huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same joke it's different this week see I'm admitting that I can't say it oh the NLCast fun doesn't have to end. Join us online at NLCast.com for features, forums, webcomics, and all the social networking connections you can handle. Share your stories and comments via email. Nobody's listening to us at gmail.com or call them in at 816-298-0823. Hey, James and Trevor, it's Kenneth, also known as Harashi on the forums. 
I was just calling in to, you know, congratulate you on your 100th episode. I also, you know, thought I would come in and uh, turn myself in as an LBB. Well, me and my friends, we were down uh, at an art competition not too long ago. And while we were waltzing around town, we found a, a big old tractor tire up on a hill. And we thought it would be fun to take the tractor tire, roll it down the hill, see how far it went. And we did this, and it came mm, just a little bit uh, far from pulverizing some old lady's uh, mailbox. Pretty much we beat uh, beat out of there pretty fast, and, uh, well, there you go. So let me know how many uh, Hale Kennisons I got to do. I got my rosary beads ready. Uh, you guys have a good day. Bye. Hey, nobody's listening. This is Daniel, a.k.a. Concert Panda 17 from the forums, and um, happy 100th anniversary. Um, I was partially calling because of that, mostly because of that, and then also to tell you that this coming Thursday will be my one year of listening to you guys. I started on episode 60, and I've been a very faithful listener since. So, um, yeah. Okay, bye. Hey, Gene, Trevor, it's Kimball from Arizona. Want to call and congratulate, congratulate you on your 100th episode. That's awesome. I've really enjoyed all your previous 99 episodes and uh, enjoy being uh, you allowing me to contribute to some of those. It's been, it's been a ton of fun. I've been listening since about January of 08. Uh, it's been great. So I wanted to leave these guys with a, a, message or a, a story. Uh, it happened back in high school. Now, I don't know if this is true for everybody, but uh, at least it's customary for, for my friends and I that we would uh, when it comes to inviting a girl to a dance, uh, you don't just walk up to a girl and go, uh, oh, you want to go dance with me? You got to do something a little special, a little special invitation. So uh, I made something for this girl, and I was going to have my brother drive me out to her house so I could just jump out of the car, drop it off, and run back in before we could be seen. So we go out there one night, and uh, he pulls up to the house and parks right in front of her house. You can't just you know, park right in front. She's going to see the Suburban. She's going to recognize us. He's going to blow everything. So like, like he's got to back up. So he says, fine. He throws it in reverse and without looking in any of the rearview mirrors, just, you know, hits the gas and starts backing up. And then when it looks like we're pretty much out of eye shot of the house, he just nah, slams on the brake and stops. Uh, so I jump out of the car. I notice that there is a car right behind where he just decided to stop. So I, uh, I call him out. We look out behind this, uh, behind our car to see where, how close it was, the one behind us. The bumpers were so close together, we couldn't fit a wallet between them. And that's just where he decided to stop. So that's what I call a close one. Thanks, guys. The gospel of Tennyson is true. It's changed my life. Bye. Happy 100th show. Nobody's listening. Blah, 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 blah. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.